Hi, and welcome to episode seven of Balagan Begun Journey to Organization with Rebecca Saltzman. I'm Rebecca, and I'm excited to be here with you all today. Today, we're going to talk about Pesach again. Um, I wanted to first, before we get started, talk to you about uh, leaving me a voicemail. If you tried to leave me a voicemail and you weren't successful, I apologize. It seems as though I was given a voicemail box that was mainly full. I deleted all the message, so there's plenty of room for you to leave me a voicemail. If you ever can't leave me a voicemail, you can always send me an email um, to Rebecca, that's R-E-B-E-K-A-H, at balaganbegone.com, B-A-L-A-G-A-N-B-E-G-O-N-E. Okay, and you can reach me there, and I'm happy to talk to you and interact with you that way. Email is great, because then we can have a dialogue um, if you email. Um, you can also go to my website, balaganbegone.com. You can download my Pesach uh, spreadsheets. Um, and if you're planning on making Aliyah, I also have an Aliyah spreadsheet. Okay, so let's talk about Pesach a little bit. Um... 12 days till Pesach. Are you ready? It's close, but not too close. We still have time. We can still make a plan. We can still go into Pesach relaxed and calm and not feeling like we're the actual slaves being redeemed from Mitzrayim. Um, <laughs> because, you know, you want to get to the seder and feel relaxed and calm. Um, now's a great time to focus on your breathing. Breathe in for four, breathe out for four. Make sure that your shoulders are down. Your ribs are the, what is going in. This will help you stay calm and focused and relaxed. Uh, so we could try it. Ready? Breathe in. One, two, three, four. Breathe out. One, two, three, four. Make sure, like I said, your shoulders aren't, aren't ri rising, they're staying neutral, um, and that the breath is coming from your, your diaphragm. Okay, so let's talk about how we can maximize the next 10 days. This is more of a time management lesson. What's really great is you can apply what we're going to talk about to other Chagim or other points when you have some major situation coming up in your life, a simcha or other... Uh, large, you know, time zones, like maybe you're going, time zones, smachot uh, or vacations, or you have a countdown till something, whatever it is, you're moving, it doesn't matter. This, this method can be easily applied. What I suggest again uh, for Pesach is that you keep a notebook so that from year to year you see what you did and you don't have to reinvent the wheel every year. If you use the computer, um, I personally use a spreadsheet. This is much better for me. I really prefer the spreadsheets because it's less mess. I can just do a search in my Google Drive and I can always find what I'm looking for. I never have to worry about if I misplaced it because I know that it's there. Um, but if you want, make a Pesach notebook. You can store it with your Pesach things, so this way you always know where it is. Um, another place where you can store it is with your cookbooks. I mean, I know it's Pesach thick, but like Tov, then you'll always know where it is if it's always in the same place. But the important part is to designate a makom, a place for it, so you know exactly where it is all the time. A big, I'm just going to go on a tangent here for one minute, but a big problem 
that people have when, when trying to figure out how to organize themselves or why they can't maintain organization is because their objects don't have homes. Uh, notebooks don't have a designated space or cookbooks don't have a designated space or keys don't have a designated space or phones don't have a designated space. And this is why those things go missing frequently because when we come home, we don't necessarily put our keys and our phone and our wallets or our purses all in the same place. And so oftentimes we're looking for them. Um, and, you know, it's chaval because we waste a lot of time looking for lost objects when if we just made a place for all of our objects, it would be a lot easier to find whatever it is that we need quickly and efficiently. So now let's go back to Pesach. Um, I find that most people for Pesach, when they're organizing for Pesach, they do this trick. All of their Pesach stuff is in the same location. It's not like I have a cabinet in the basement and I have a cabinet in the kitchen and I have a cabinet in the attic and I have a cabinet in the, in the bedroom. Whatever it is, all of the Pesach things are grouped together. And that's great. This is a really great start. Um, what I want you to do is take out your notebooks or your paper or your binders or or make a spreadsheet, and I want you to lay out the next 12 days. So on the top page, going across the page, I want you to write every single day um, until Pesach. So Pesach is um, April 10th, Monday night, and um, you know everything that needs to get accomplished, I want you to write down today is Wednesday, April 30th. So I mean, it's March 30th, March 30th or today's the 29th? Today's the 29th. So Wednesday, March 29th. Uh, so you start from today, March 29th, Thursday, March 30th, Friday, March 31st, Shabbat, uh, Sunday, April 2nd, etc., etc. And keep going and, and write down until you get till the seder. Um, and then I want you to work backwards from the seder. When do you need to get your car cleaned? Slot in a time to do bedikat chametz because believe it or not, people, uh, they lose time. They, they forget to do bedikat chametz and then they're doing it like very hurried right before the last minute to do biur chametz and like that's really stressful and we don't, we don't want to get there. So mark down even things you know that, you know, maybe it's your husband's job but but that's okay, just so you make sure that it's getting done. So, so work backwards. When are you going to get your car cleaned? When will you do b'dikat chametz? When will you clean the refrigerator? When will you clean the freezer? When are you going to turn over your stove so you can cook? When will you go grocery shopping? When will you plan your menus? When will you decide what you're cooking and when you're cooking it? For example, I like to cook as fresh as possible because this year we have Shabbat and Sunday and then it's Monday night. I personally personally plan to turn my stove over Motei Shabbat because at that point I won't have been using it for 25 hours. Sunday and Monday will be Pesach food or Kitniot. Um, we don't eat Kitniot on Pesach but it doesn't make your kalim, your utensils, um, chametz if you cook with them before Pesach. So, so you know we might eat I don't know beans before Pesach or lentils before Pesach um, but we won't eat them on Pesach, but I can still use my Pesach dishes. So, um, so, Motei Shabbat, I'm turning over my stove. Sunday, I can spend the day at, with any last shopping I need to do and prepare my cooking, prepare my roast, prepare whatever. I like to cook 
um, as close to when I'm going to eat as possible. So I might actually spend the day doing a little bit of light cleaning. But in truth, uh, my upstairs, all the bedrooms have been cleaned already and my children are instructed to not eat chametz there anymore, though they are allowed to eat kidneyot there because again, kidneyot is not chametz and it's okay if you own it on Pesach, we just don't eat it. So um, they're allowed to eat popcorn, let's say, in their room, even though they're never allowed to eat in their room. If they ate popcorn in there, I wouldn't uh, yell at them because of the chametz, I would yell at them for eating in their room. Anyway... <laughs> Um, so the upstairs of my house is cleaned already. What I've done is I've removed everything from one part of my pantry and moved it to my other small, I have two very small pantries. So I've moved everything from one pantry into the other, next pantry. This way, as I see things on sale over the next 10 days, 12 days, uh, when I do shopping for this week for Shabbat, when I do shopping next week for Shabbat, I'll start looking for things um, that I need for Pesach and store them in that cabinet that I've freed up and... Uh, save space on. I've also started uh, reducing the chametz and the kidneyot that I actually own. Um, I'm trying to use up everything I have in my reserves before Pesach. Now you might say, why are you doing that? Well, I like to do this for a few reasons. The first is that then I know that everything in my house is really not more than one year old um, because I've cleaned it out from Pesach to Pesach. Um, I like to do it because I don't necessarily need the extra space, but, but then I can start fresh after Pesach and slowly reclaim my stores. And, and the truth is, is that I don't even like to store that much food, um, not even for the bugs, but uh, it's too much. I don't have a lot of storage space in my kitchen and I don't, I don't want to have that much food around all the time. Um, I, I think it's easier for some people to do it that way, but I think we waste a lot more food when we aren't planning exactly what we're going to eat every weekend and things get thrown away and that's really, it's a sin. It's baltashchit. It's, it's terrible. Um, we don't, we don't want to waste. So, um, right. So I start to use up my food now because I don't want to waste it. And plus, Pesach is really an expensive time. We're spending a lot more money on food. Uh, we're probably spending money on babysitters so that we can clean, or we're spending money on cleaners so that we can be with our kids. Um, and maybe we're going on a trip during Pesach, and the food itself costs slightly more. Uh, here in Israel, they don't do shechita during the week of Cholomoed, so you have to buy two weeks' worth of food um, so that you have enough to get you through the Chag, I mean, in terms of meat and chicken, and that's a, a larger amount than I'm used to laying out every single week. Um, and so therefore, it's worthwhile to start using up because it saves a little bit of money when you're going to be expending a lot more money. Uh, and you've already purchased it, so try to plan your recipes for the week, for Shabbat, that include, you know, any leftover rice or couscous or pastas or all these different things, um, this is the time when I use up all of the meat or the fish that I had in my freezer, also because mainly I have a small freezer and I need more room in my freezer for the stuff I have to buy in advance for Pesach. So, so those are the kind of things like that we're, we'll be putting on our, on our lists um, when we're planning meals, that's, that's sort of how we, we want to, that's not sort of, that's how we want to plan. Um, making our food. So we should plan over the next, you know, 10 days, not 12, uh, what we're going to do, how we're going to use up all the food we have 
in our pantries and our refrigerators so that really it doesn't go to waste and we have as much space as possible before Pesach. Um, this is also great because then you don't really have to worry about selling. I mean, it's not like you're selling so much chametz, you know, you're selling chametz, but like a lot of people don't like to do it. I say leave over as little as possible. Um, so, okay, so I'm having 20 people at my seder. I have to figure out how much food I need to have um, for the seder for lunch the next day what we're going to buy, what we're going to do. So now's the time to really plan your menus, plan your, your cooking schedule, um, where you're going to cook, how long. It's really great if not only if you plan your recipes, but sort of make a quick estimation about how long it will take you to make each recipe. Um, because then you can put in, in your time slots on each day, it's going to take me 30 minutes to make this recipe. So I know or maybe it takes me 30 minutes active time to make a recipe. I'll make this recipe, pop it in the oven, and then while that one's baking in the oven, I'll make the next one so that that's ready to go in the oven as soon as the other one comes out. This also has an energy saving advantage because your oven is already hot. You don't have to wait for the oven to get hot again. Things will cook more evenly and um, probably a little bit quicker. Um, and you don't have to go through the energy of lowering and raising the, the temperature on your ovens. This is also a great uh, waste-saving tip, is to time your cooking so that you get things in an oven, you know, uh, or to bake them together so that you're also saving time in the oven. That's a, another way you could plan it. However, what, it depends on what you're making, it depends on what you're doing, um, but you know, try to plan it so that you're maximizing your time, let's say, with your oven, or that you're chopping all of the vegetables that you need for let's say two kugels um, together at once and then you just separate them in half. So if you need potatoes for two kugels um, or you need garlic or you need onions or whatever for two kugels, chop it all at once, save the time from, from doing it again and then separate it into the portions you need for each recipe. That's another way that you can save some time. Um, and stay more organized. Now, I like to go through each recipe that I plan on making and tally up the list of all the total ingredients that I like. So let's say I'm making um, six salads and each salad, I won't make six salads, but let's say each salad calls for three tomatoes and uh, two of the salads need carrots and one of the salads needs cabbage and another one needs cucumbers. Then I'll go through the whole list of what everything, what I need for each one, and I'll tally like the shopping list that way. So this recipe has tomatoes, that recipe has tomatoes, and the third recipe has tomatoes. So I'll figure out from each recipe, the first one is two tomatoes, the second one is six tomatoes, the, the next one is two tomatoes. I, so in total, I need 10 tomatoes. And when I go shopping, I figure out I need 10 tomatoes. This way, I don't overbuy. Um, and I can sort of say, like, maybe if the tomatoes were smaller than what I normally use, like, I'll buy 12 tomatoes, or, but, but at least I have in my head a list, and I don't, or not on my head, I have a list on paper of what I actually need, and I can make last-minute decisions while I'm shopping, but the point is, is that I know what I'm going in for. So, I want to just go back, circle around, review the last 15 minutes and, and sort of just um, rein it all in. There will be another 
um, lecture next Wednesday, again, before Pesach. So if you do have Pesach questions, then time in the meantime, um, please, please leave me a voicemail um, or send me an email at Rebecca, R-E-B-E-K-A-H, at balaganbegan.com, and I will be happy to answer um, any questions that you may have about anything that I discussed, and I'll address them, Bezrat Hashem, next week. Um, so, so, so let's wrap up. I mean, let's go review. Uh, 12 days till Pesach. It's important to set a schedule. Lay it out in a spreadsheet or a notebook or even on a stone piece of paper and hang it on your wall. Schedule in all the times when you need to do something. Whatever it is you need to do, write it down, put it in, set a time. Even if it's not necessarily related to Pesach, if it's your child needs to go to, you know, his swimming lesson or, or you need to pick up your other kid from his sewing her sewing class or whatever it is, um, put all those times in too so you know what's free and what's not free and where you can schedule in your cooking and your cleaning and your shopping um, and all of your tasks. Um, schedule in the tasks that even aren't your responsibility like Bidikat Chametz or Bior Chametz, because we want to make sure that there's ha they're happening and we know when they're happening so that we don't forget to do things. By writing these simple things down, you'll, they'll trigger in your mind all the things that you need to do. Um, don't forget to make a list for all the things you need to do that are specific to the seder, creating the seder, seder plate. Um, celery, parsley, eggs, shank bone, all those things, making the salt water. You don't want to be rushing, excuse me, right before Pesach to, uh, right before Yom Tov, right before candle lighting to get those done. Make sure you have things in your house um, that you need for Yom Tov. A yard side candle, you know, to light for, for her using um, fire if you want to ignite your stove. Um, or just to light candles. Make sure you have candles. Make sure you have matches. Uh, all these things that you normally take for granted that you may have, you, they may have been locked away in chametz. You don't want to take that chance. Those are the kind of things you want to focus on adding to your list and buying. So um, make sure you have wine. Maybe you'll forget to buy kosher for Pesach wine. Um, keep a list of the things you must, must have that are definitely that you need. Uh, wine, matzah, shmora matzah, all these kind of things. Store them. This year is going to be populating the list. But next year, once you have this list already, you'll be able to more easily go from, from year to year because you already have it. You'll just make a checklist. It's just, then it will just work as a checklist. For now, you're going to have to remember to put everything on the list. But, but for next year, you'll know exactly what you used, how much you used, and you won't forget anything. Um, work backwards. <laughs> so work once you've set up the days, today's Wednesday, tomorrow's Thursday, tomorrow after that's Friday, Shabbos, once you've laid it out until April 10th, the first night of Pesach, work backwards from April 10th. Where do you need, what is the things that you must do at the last minute or that you prefer to do at the last minute? Like maybe you prefer to cook potato kugel right before so it doesn't turn brown or whatever, I don't know. Um, or you want to wait till the very last minute to have your car cleaned out because maybe your kids are still eating it, even though... You've tried to switch to kidney oat snacks. Maybe they still must have something that's chametz. I don't know. And so you wait till the very last minute to clean your car. 
So whatever works for you is okay in this scenario, but the point is, is to organize your time so that you can handle all of the tasks that you need to do. By working backwards, we know what's gonna happen last and we can leave enough time going forward from today to really set a time. So like I know that after Shabbat, um, not this coming Shabbat, but after Shabbat HaGadol in two weeks, I'm going to clean out my oven because it won't have been in use for 24 hours. That's when I'm gonna clean it because I don't wanna turn over my kitchen before then. If you're lucky enough to have two kitchens or two stoves, great, then you could do it before. But for me, that's not an option. Um, I know that the, the municipality has sent around already the times when it's time to do Hagalah um, and when the mikvah will be open extra during the day. So those times are already taken to kosher my silverware, dip anything new that I buy. Um, I know that I have to start, if I want to use any glasses, three days before because I'm Ashkenaz. I started and do it one day. Um, that if I want to dip any glass to use for Pesach, I have to soak it three days before. Um, so all these different things I need to do. I need to plan backwards from Monday. So Monday, Sunday, um, Shabbos, Friday. By Friday, I need to have everything soaking that I want to have for Pesach. That's fine. I'll fill up my bathtub Friday afternoon after everybody's taken a shower. And I'll put in all the glass... Um, utensils that I want to use for Pesach and I'll let them soak there and thank God we have another second bathroom and the kids can shower in my bathroom and tof, it'll be fine um, but I need to leave myself enough time so that I can use it and so that's why I'm suggesting working backwards and thinking about the times when those are the things you have to do um, I want to just I didn't talk about this before but I want to just talk about this for one second um, or a minute. I want you to prioritize what the difference is between spring cleaning and Pesach cleaning. If your windows are clean for Pesach, call HaKavod. If all of the cabinet drawers in your kitchen on the inside are clean, call HaKavod. But the truth is, is why do you need to stress yourself out? You don't need to clean out every single cabinet because you're probably not going to use most of the cabinets. It's really nice. It's good to clean your house. I'm not saying please don't, I'm not saying don't clean your house. I'm just saying let's prioritize what's a necessity for cleaning for Pesach and what's spring cleaning. If your kids sit inside your kitchen cabinets and eat, then, and you're planning on using that cabinet for Pesach, then yes, I think you should clean inside your cabinet. But if all that's being stored in that cabinet on a regular basis is dishes, Maybe it got a little dirty, maybe some debris fall, fell in, but you can tape the cabinet up and you don't need to go in there. And so you don't have to worry about it being clean. You can put yourself on a spring cleaning schedule after Pesach. Um, or if you started before Purim, that's also fine. But right now, focus on the task at hand and don't get bogged down in the minutia of cleaning because really that will stress you out and you will go to your seder feeling as if you are a slave being redeemed yourself, an actual slave. You may even fall asleep at the seder. And what I love about the seder is my kids make a presentation, we play games during the seder. Like, 
for uh, for our center is so fun. We I really love it, and I want to be present, and I want to enjoy it with my family, and I want to have great family memories, and I feel like we do have that because I usually take a nap there of Pesach. <laughs> I'm calm and relaxed, and this too is my goal for you. You should be able to take a nap, even if it's 20 minutes. Lay down, rest your feet, work together with your family, but don't kill yourself. Prioritize what you need to do. Manage your time. When you lay it out in a schedule, this helps you manage your time. If you want to talk to me about something that's specific, like how to manage a specific task, we will talk about that. In the next week, I'm going to talk about microtasking, um, and that will also be good um, for other applications, not just for planning for Yom Tov. Um, I want to say I'm here for you. I'm happy to answer any and all questions you have. You can leave me a voicemail. Uh, you can send me an email uh, at Rebecca, R-E-B-E-K-A-H, at balagonbegon.com. You can contact me through my website, balagonbegon.com. Um, I'm uh, happy to talk to you in whatever method you try to reach out to me on. Uh, there's lots of ways to reach me. Um, and I'm, I'm here for you guys. Like, talk to me now that the voicemail is cleaned out. Bezrat Hashem, there should be lots of room for you all to uh, leave me messages. And I apologize for those of you who did try to leave me a message and weren't able to. Um, I'm here for you. So I want to know your questions. I want to know your problems. I want to know what's going on with you guys. Talk to me so I don't feel like I'm talking into the great abyss. I want to know you guys are listening and, and hearing. I, I want to hear from you. So... Tell me what your Pesach problems are. Let's discuss them. Um, maybe if I get enough questions, I'll even uh, do an extra bonus session for later in the week or earlier in, in next week. And um, yeah, I, I want to hear. I want to know. So, Tov. I'm wishing all of you early a Chag Kasher V'Sameach for Pesach. I'm going to keep wishing it to you. I want you to internalize that message. Hashem wants me to have a happy kosher Pesach. Hashem wants me to have a happy kosher organized Pesach. Hashem doesn't want me to be a nut job. He wants me to be calm and relaxed at the center. So just say to yourself, as I'll remind you again, I know I haven't been saying it, but I'll try to remember, remind everyone again. Hashem keeps me organized. You can modify this for Pesach, like I said. Hashem, wants, Hashem is giving me a kosher, organized Pesach, a calm, relaxing Pesach. Whatever it is that you want to say to yourself, but just remember in your mind, Hashem is giving me, Hashem is giving me, Hashem is giving it, Hashem is giving me a free present. Say it to yourself over and over again. Remember it while you're breathing. Uh, remember that's in for, <sighs> out for. Not from your shoulders. Don't raise your shoulders when you breathe in. Just keep them at a neutral location. Breathe in from your ribs and breathe out through your ribs. And that will help you. You should feel your ribs go in when you are, um, when you're breathing. So again, everybody's remembering to say, Hashem is bringing me, Hashem is giving me, Hashem wants me to have a happy, kosher, organized Pesach. Um, again, you can reach me via voicemail now. You can reach me through email, Rebecca, at balagonbegon.com. That's R-E-B-E-K-A-H. 
I'm happy to talk to you. I want to hear from you. Um, for now, thank you for episode. Thank you for listening to episode seven um, of Balagan Be Gone with Rebecca Saltzman. Um, I wish you hatlacha on your journey to organization and your preparations for Pesach. See you next week.